I'm Ebony K. Williams, your attorney at law and host. Welcome to Holding Court, where we analyze the very latest legal headlines everybody's already talking about. We dig into how the courts impact the culture. We break it all down for you, and we go straight from gavel to your news feed. And I promise you this, y'all, every single week, we're going to keep it a buck, keep it 100. Right, Dustin Ross? That's right, Ebony. Let's go ahead and hold court. Let's do it. Dustin Ross, you you already know what time it was this weekend for me, but I'm gonna let you go first. How uh, <laughs> how was the weekend activity? The weekend was great. Um, I worked. Uh, I did a great live stream with yes, Target um, yes, and Loudspeakers did. Network, so that was a great time on Saturday. Hung out with uh, Kid Fury on Sunday. Yeah. Uh, we partied at the day party and had a great time. So I'm really just you know holding on this morning. <laughs> How you doing? Not holding Ebony? on. I love that. <laughs> um, so I had a wonderful weekend. You know, I was up in your DMs, up in your phone, trying to figure <laughs> out where the party was at. Like I my was trying old. to make it happen. Listen, was trying to make it pop and it didn't pop nowhere, Dustin. When I tell you our old, so my, <laughs> my two lifetime college best friends came into town, one from LA, one from North Carolina. And we, Beautiful. Um, they're, they, they are, they're beautiful inside out. We have a beautiful sisterhood and you know, we, we, we bring out the best in each other, um, yes. you know, cause it's, it's deep, you know, we, we had some soul bearing sister circle, uh, prayer warrior style conversations over the weekend, which were great. Mm. But one of my friends, Morgan, you know, she's, she likes to be where the party's at. Okay. And she also likes to girl. pretend that she's a solid 10 years younger than the rest of us. Not a game <laughs> girl. Girl, but that's okay. Shout out to Morgan. But um, <laughs> but um, so they she was like, ask Dustin Ross, ask Dustin. I was like, all right, bitch, let me ask Dustin Ross. So um, you know, we were trying to blow you up, and and they left Sunday morning, so they couldn't Damn. come to the day party, and I had to work yesterday. But please believe, next time I'm coming course. to the day party. You gotta come, man. But I have to tell you, we we both laughed out loud, or all three of us laughed out loud when you said on the message, you were like, yeah, we're gonna go to the day party we were like oh shit day party dustin ross y'all said we i'm gonna get there around seven what <laughs> you sound just like my brother he what really every time i do that but that's, dustin, when we arrive. that's the evening the party starts at like you know four i think okay four o'clock but you know you don't get there until like 6 45 7 o'clock <laughs> and then it ends around 11 it's, a day party. it's about 11 yeah. okay uh-huh. fair enough <laughs> Auntie, you got to get her day party situation together. I'm gonna have to sleep in for that. Um, you got to prep. You got to do the prep. I got to prep. It's all about the prep work. I do Once have you to do prep. the prep work. You good? I'm gonna be good. Um, so that was super fun. Um, what what are your thoughts about all this? You know, Kanye, Donda. I think it's been the release has been pushed a little bit. Is that right, Dustin? Who I don't. I Ooh. could not care less. Ooh. I, I when I tell you, I'm not gonna listen. You know, I hope those that listen to it enjoy it but i'm just i won't be listening and are I, you not list- I love this i was okay you haven't for you told me what i needed to know you i ain't forgot okay nope. and i'm okay. never going to forget so I'm, and is I'm, it I'm for you around the, the specific chattel slavery was a choice is that it or is it it's more? It's, it's more than that that was okay. the start but but the the clear alignment with donald mm-hmm. trump and his mm-hmm. policies and, and mm-hmm. all of that mm-hmm. shit and then running for president distracting people mm-hmm. um, from mm-hmm. the greater good when we really needed to focus as a country i just mm-hmm. i'm 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 totally turned off as a consumer so i'm not going to buy it I hear it's all just of that. that simple. It's just yeah. that simple. And uh, it doesn't need to be more complicated than uh, that. That's crystal clear to me. It's that um, simple. It's that simple. Um, I have to say, I must have been the last to know when I opened up my gram this morning, I guess late morning, and saw Miss Issa Rae is a married woman. 
And she yes. looked absolutely stunning. Absolutely Gorgeous. Stunning. They were in the yeah. south of France, I think. That was mm-hmm. it was beautiful, beautiful, beautiful wedding. Congratulations to Issa. She was a gorgeous bride. Gorgeous bride. I mean, she's gorgeous. she's a gorgeous woman. Um Period. but I do think there's <laughs> Okay, funny story about me. During my <laughs> LA hustle days, there mm-hmm. was a time, you know, when you in LA and you hustling, hustling, there's really not much you won't do um, outside of maybe porn. And I say maybe because, you <laughs> maybe. know, not, not, not for nothing. I remember reading, um, you know, the casting mm-hmm. websites and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. The, mm-hmm. I remember one time it was like in, um, it was deep <laughs> in the valley. So you already know what time it was. Uh-huh. And it was like um, a phone operating. I was like, well, what's it what's it girl six yeah the girl six movie i mean i mean what's the problem listen sometimes you got to do what you got to do so i almost did that but um i ultimately decided against it but i also was going to start a bridal stylist business like i was okay okay so little known tidbit about auntie i actually used to be the um assistant manager at jessica mcclintock Shout out to South Park Mall in Charlotte, North Carolina. Okay. So I did a lot of bridal styling. So I was like, you know Mm -hmm. what? That's my, that's my, my bag low key. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was extremely, and I pay a lot of attention. Like when celebrity brides, you know, show up with their look, I'm highly scrutinizing of Issa was perfect from the low pony to the ball gown uh, silhouette to the, exaggerated veil um you know and i'm veils are controversial these days dustin because we all know you know supposed to represent you know whatever purity virginity right, right. Um, a lot of women have gotten away from them i am here for a veil yeah because when the fuck else aesthetic. can you right when the fuck yeah. else can you wear a whole veil absolutely Come i on say now. go for it i actually um cynthia bailey had a really beautiful gorgeous like, veil nude colored uh veil on at her wedding so i like i like the veil moment shit you a bride you are Why a bride not? listen you know you can fuck and still wear a veil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you can fuck first. Simply put, and still wear a simply veil. Put, yeah. Simply put, simply put. Um, and I loved her groom's look. What do you think about the cut? Because he was head to toe in like um a, a, a I don't know a burgundy um um a pretty maroon. What do you think of the the groom rather Dustin in full color? Listen, I'm a black or navy guy myself. Those Copy. are just the two that that's where I would stay for me. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I thought that they were a strikingly beautiful couple. They had a, a gorgeous wedding. I yeah. love that. Now you mm-hmm. said you're a black or navy guy, which I totally agree with. Yes. But yes. um what do you think like about when when the grooms shit. do the head to toe white? What do you think? I you know, I mean, <laughs> it's just not for me, you know. It's just not for me. I like I like black navy, you yeah. know, something that looks stately and classic. That's gonna, you know, uh, age well. I, okay. I want my pictures to look timeless. Good. I mean, yeah, you know, timeless. I like that kind of shit. So that's kind of where I. Oh, where Dustin, I stay. you are taking me out early in the show, <laughs> I, and I'm here for all of it. I'm here for all of it. I will say I am also way into the, especially na- something about navy. navy. I actually think navy is one of the most underappreciated colors in fashion. I agree. Very strong. Very, very. very strong. Um, you're taken seriously. It complements the varying skin tones. Yes. Navy is just the. It's the one. Navy is the Beyonce of, of colors. It just is. It's the one. I yeah. love it. All right, D. Um, let's get into this docket. It's 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 rich. I like this docket because it's giving us celebrity justice, and then it's giving us a really deep connection to the everyday individual in the culture. When we get down to this Olympics uh, and cannabis story, for sure. 
starting with new new accusations against R. Kelly. I want to be clear with y'all. I'm going to break all of this down. Not new charges. The charges are as, as dense as they ever were, but nothing mm-hmm. new. But the accusations have increased. We're learning new information that the prosecutors plan to present um, okay. in, their, in their federal case against Robert Kelly. Um, so I want to start with what is Robert facing right now today? Cause it's a lot. He's got this upcoming uh, federal case. Y'all is going to start August 9th. Just so you know, there is uh, an attempt to push this thing. I don't know that the judge is going to go for that because these judges, especially y'all, these federal judges, they're not playing. <laughs> and yeah. I don't think that, that the abrupt changes that we've reported on here at holding court, y'all have seen the headlines. Robert Kelly has dismissed counsel, gotten new counsel. Mm-hmm. I knew it was going to come with a, a request to delay trial. I don't that. think that I, yep. And I don't think the judge is going to go for it. D. Um, so he's scheduled to start uh, with jury selection August 9th. Okay. What's he facing right now in Brooklyn federal district. R. Kelly's facing the following charges, nine counts that include racketeering, Eight violations of the Federal Man Act. What's the Man Act? The Man Act strictly prohibits sexual trafficking across state lines. And that's why this is in federal court for anybody wanting to know. Once you start um, doing tomfoolery, shenanigans, illegal activity across state lines, multiple state lines, you've elevated outside of a particular individual state's jurisdiction. And now it's up to the feds. And and why does that make a... Ooh, child, you would think, you know, we were just talking. That's why my voice is all fucked up. Just talking all damn night. We talked ourselves into hunger. Matter of uh-huh, fact, uh-huh. we were yeah, literally you ever done that conversation, baby. Yes. yes it yes. was so great and rich. But then at some point we popped up, it was one fifteen. Uh, we, we were hungry as shit and Hungry couldn't get eats, nothing baby. but pizza. Mm-hmm. It was a mess. But anyway, so back to Robert. Um, <laughs> yeah. Robert is facing um, all of these charges, including the man act. And, and Oh, I wanted to break down to jurors, Dustin. Why? federal versus state jurisdiction is such an important distinction. And there's a lot, but the main thing is y'all, the feds have so many more resources. When Mm -hmm. the feds come for you, it is at the, they have the treasure trove, right? They have the full scope of the United States federal resources behind them. So there is no witness they can't get to. There is no piece of evidence. There's no expert uh, testimony that they cannot afford. See, sometimes states, they got to do what they got to do within their budget. <laughs> there really is hardly no budget when it comes to the feds. So just as you move, if y'all are moving out here, you don't you keep that in with mind. the feds. Keep it in mind. You do not want the weight of the entire United States federal government coming after your ass. It's not a good situation. Please believe. Um, so also, let's go back to this uh, New York uh, federal indictment. He's looking at the prosecutors. This is the uh, this is the initial indictment rather was based on the fact that uh, R. Kelly was having sex with a particular young lady under the age of 18. He also, I actually didn't know this part of it, Dustin, until I was researching, allegedly gave the young lady herpes. Did you know this? Without no. disclosing that disclosing that he had the disease, which is an increased charge. Um, in total, in New York, when he starts this trial, y'all, on August 9th, he's got um, uh, an increased number of sexual allegation victims, which we're going to get to, including three girls and now at least one young man. So let's get to the new allegation. This is what it is. Okay. As of this week, a 17 year old boy, he's an aspiring musician, allegedly whom Robert Kelly met at the McDonald's. And I want to pause there. So many of these allegations against R. Kelly, Dustin, arise from this fucking McDonald's. The goddamn McDonald's. 
the same damn McDonald's in Chicago. And I remember when this stuff was first breaking, like in a real way, this was many, many years ago, had to be around 2013 or 14 when I got really personally curious, right? Like what the fuck is going on with Robert Kelly? So I pulled, because a lot of this is public record, y'all. Don't take my word for it. Don't take the media's word for it. Y'all can go and Google and read the Cook County complaints, um, indictments, and all the things, okay? Mm -hmm. So go do that if you really give a fuck. Right. And in it, you'll see it's this same damn McDonald's where basically Robert Kelly and his cronies would be posted up after school hours every day of the week. I've actually heard that from people who lived and currently live in Chicago. Several different people have actually told me that same story. They mm-hmm. they named the McDonald's and they mm-hmm. know the location by heart. It is this is a real thing that took place. This was a known real thing, and I'm just wondering. You know how in New York we say, especially with the subway, see something, say something. Ain't nobody say say shit. Y'all mm-hmm. didn't see this motherfucker every day at two two to four p.m. Just posted up with Happy Meals and shit. Right. Right. Damn. All right, so again, this one, uh, the same alleged McDonald's, 17-year-old boy, aspiring singer. The allegation is really specific, Dustin. It says that Robert Kelly asked the young boy, what is it that you would do to make it in the music business? It sounds very Harvey Weinstein, right? Yeah. Um, R. Kelly then propositioned that they have some type of sexual contact, which allegedly did happen. The boy was still underage, 17 at the time. All alleged in the prosecutor's filings. Again, y'all, this is not fodder this is not rumor this is what's in the prosecutor's allegation sheet okay <sighs> um goes deeper says robert kelly was trying to get the boy to tamper with the jury basically that at some point this young boy said i know one of the jurors r kelly was like great can you get to the juror you know that's now going into uh jury tampering um that's a whole different level of allegation so mm-hmm. all of that's going to be presented y'all is the point of this additionally that R. Kelly uh, was introduced to one of this, this individual 17-year-old boy's male friend. This individual boy was 16 or 17, according to court documents. And prosecutors say that another sexual relationship began with this additional young boy. And that at some point, Robert Kelly, and they have the tape, they are saying, Dustin, on various iPhones and iPads that were confiscated in this investigation, showing Robert Kelly with these two underage boys and the litany of underage girls that R. Kelly was um, abusing, essentially. That there is tape of basically what looks to sound like orgy-type behavior between the young boys, the young girls, and Mr. Kelly himself. Whew! Well, there you have it. And it's going to be very interesting to see how people respond to this information. It's going to be very interesting to see who shares these new details that involve boys. It's mm-hmm. going to be very interesting to see how people um, take this information because they have rallied around our Kelly. Yes. They have ignored everything that has already been verified through courts. Okay. They've yeah. ignored it and they have continued to kind of shame other people who made like a full stop when it came to our Kelly. So That's now cool. I want to, I want to see how people respond to these new details. That's what I want to see. I do too, Dustin, because, you know, and I've told this story on many platforms, you know, after these original charges were brought, so not the new with the young boys, but the original federal indictments in both New York and Cook County, uh, excuse me, and 
Illinois federal charges, and I'm going to run those down. So right now he's facing two sets of federal charges, y'all. The ones we just talked about that are going to start here in New York. He's also got some with federal prosecutors in the Illinois district. What's that about? This is a superseding charge. Superseding meaning it's, it's a goes above and beyond the original charges. Um, that's in Illinois. 22, 22 federal criminal charges involving abusing up to 11 girls and women. So that's both under and above age girls and women over the course of two decades. So I want to be clear. The um, Illinois federal charges, they take you back to the beginning, 1994, all the way through 2018. So in a way, they're more comprehensive, Dustin, what he's facing there. That the ones in New York, they're really trying to kind of start around 2008. Um, but it's it's crazy. But to your point, I remember I was doing a um, an event for my um, you know first book, and it was at a high profile outlet. Y'all all know the outlet. It was a small group of highly curated professional black women, and I did it as an icebreaker. I said, I said, okay, ladies, um, if Robert Kelly, and we all are fans of the music, I mean, that's not even a question. If Robert Kelly was performing at Madison Square Garden tomorrow, are you buying a ticket? And 50% of the women in the room said yes. Mm. And these are not just random women. These are women of the esteemed education. These yeah. are women of the esteemed professional capacities. And when we talked about the why, it's all the things you said, Dustin, just... Mm, I'm always going to step in the name of love. I'm yeah. just going to always do. And, and uh, you know, I've went to an R, I've been to an R Kelly concert. He's mm -hmm. a musical creative genius. No doubt. But that ain't what we're talking about. But that's not what we're talking about. Yeah. And there's, there's, there's a responsibility you have as you move through the world to just be on the right side of, of history with certain mm -hmm. things. And you can only turn a blind eye for so long. Um, there's a lot of layers to this thing, but I just I just want justice for whoever needs it in this case. And I, I have a very clear lens on who R. Kelly the person is. Who the, Not R. Kelly the musician, the person but is. the person. I have a really clear view on that now. So Yeah. And at what point are we co conspirators in the abuse? I mean, come on. Um, because we we do. We, we I, I put me in it because at some point there was at least an outstanding question around this man's behavior. And yet buying concert tickets, buying paraphernalia. By my mother, I don't know if she still got the shit up, but after I left this particular R. Kelly concert, this was in D.C. I went with a call. This was must have been right after college because um went with that particular boyfriend. We drove to D.C. We went to this show. It was an incredible show. And um this was back in the day where they would sell framed photos. Of mm -hmm, former. Mm -hmm. Do you remember this? I brought my mother because my mother mm -hmm. lived for R. Kelly. I bought her a framed photo of Robert Kelly, which she placed on the um side of her bathtub. For about 15 years. Now, I don't know okay. if it's still there, but when she listens to this episode, I'm sure going to ask her ass. You still got a motherfucking picture of Robert Kelly up beside your bathtub? Because that was doing a lot. And this was when he had the straight backs. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, baby. Listen. Um, But the point is that money that we've all as consumers provided to him in his enterprise is the very money used for hush money against victims Bingo. is the very money. Yes. That's used to enable these conspiracies. How was he paying to fly these young girls? And now we know young boys to his, you know, um, abusive compound with our money that we've provided him. By streaming, Come on now. By buying concert tickets, all of by that. buying music, by buying DVDs, yes. all of that shit. So now that so now we what? have this information. So now what? 
you just listen to the music on YouTube on an account where somebody just uploaded it that doesn't go back to him. And then sure. you still enjoy the music. I'm just playing. Don't listen to his music at Please all. Please don't do that. I was like, damn, Austin just took me to a, I didn't know that's where he I'm was going playing. with it. But, but I mean, all right. You, you, you a co-host on the show too? Shit. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Fuck um, Kelly, man. No, I'm just, yeah, it's not that fucking good shit. And, um, yeah, and what's funny is when I was asking the young ladies um, in that professional setting, what was crazy, Dustin, is they were clear. It wasn't that they didn't believe the allegations because that would have been different, right? No, they were, oh, no, we totally believe he is a complete monster. But we are choosing to elect to separate that from the music. I don't think that's going to continue to last as an acceptable uh, response to this moment. Well, let's keep it all the way real. You already know how people feel about gay shit anyway. So one and the majority of his mm. fan base specifically. So once they get a Very hold of this nugget of information, mm-hmm. we gonna see. Oh, it. I see what you're saying. You know what I okay. Mean? I see, I see. You mm-hmm. think because now boys are being added to the accusations, some of this loyalty, some of this blind loyalty will start to erode. A, you, you suspect. Go. There Got you it. Go right there. Got it. Okay. Nail on the head. Got it. Got it. Mm-hmm. Auntie E was slow off the take this morning, but she with your motherfucking ass you, now. You I got it. So I got it. That's why I said it's going to be really interesting, mm. we'll say, to see how people receive now how you feel this information. Let's mm-hmm. see. Now that we know just how far the Pied Piper was trying to go with the shit, okay. how do we feel? Okay. Okay. We're going to watch it, y'all. August 9th. Get everything you need to know about the actuality of these charges, this trial work, and everything going on. All things R. Kelly right here on Holding Court. We're covering it gavel to gavel. That's right. All right, y'all. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to pay a couple of bills. I'm also going to grab a cup of coffee because, you know, I need that. Um, and when we come back, we got much more Holding Court. We're talking all things Dr. Dre and this expensive-ass billion-dollar divorce. Stay with us. Okay, y'all, welcome back to Holding Court. Now, a lot of people were sending me this, Dustin. I don't know if you probably were getting DMs around this too. The breaking news that Dre is going to have to pay yeah. about three hundred grand a month yeah. to uh, estranged wife, Nicole. Before we get into the legality, I'm just curious. When you were getting those notifications from folks on social, was it with commentary? What were people saying? Of course, it was with commentary because that's a lot of money to a lot of people. And so uh, everybody, and it was so funny how the lines were drawn in the sand. There was a group of people who felt like, yes, good for her. She deserves it. Mm -hmm. There was another group of people, guys, who were saying that Mm -hmm. uh, that's fucked up that they did Dr. Dre like that and X, Y, Z. So this is definitely a a decision that has parted the seas of commentary, Mm. so to speak, but yeah, it was a hot topic. It was a hot topic. So, yeah. So, okay. Back it up. If you want to know some foundational information on this, go on over to Auntie E's Instagram page. Mm-hmm. It's still there. Let me look up and see exactly when the post was. Because I did like a 30, 40 minute long breakdown of all things Dr. Dre and this divorce. Some folks are still mad about it. Get out your feelings. <laughs> this is just the law. It's the law, baby. It's the law, baby. I'll find it. I'll let y'all know in a minute. But it's 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 on my Instagram page because I knew this was going to happen. You know, I, I'm not a I told you so person. But in this particular situation, I absolutely told y'all this shit was going down like this. Here is the rub. When you get married in this country, 
barring very few exceptions, you are building something called a community property. And California, for sure, is a community property state. And that's where these two were living and married. So therefore, this argument of she wasn't shooting in the gym with you, it's cute. Um, but it's, it's, but it's, it's legally not applicable right? <laughs> because right. the law says that actually y'all were, if she wasn't, she should have been because right. we're going to treat her as if she were. And that's, that's that on that. <laughs> right. And that's on that, yeah. right? Because when you marry someone, and this is very important, Dustin, because folks are getting married every day. And for most part, it's beautiful, but people are getting married and they're not understanding the legal consequences both positive and negative, of marriage. Marriage is not just a religious or spiritual entity. At its core, Dustin, it's a legal entity. And if you have a problem with that, I suggest you have a civil ceremony. I suggest you have a marital ceremony. But I suggest you do not take the legal step of filing and completing a marriage license. Because once you've done that in a jurisdiction of your choosing, you now are tied. You are your partner's fiduciary. Okay. Do you understand that? You are your partner's fiduciary and they are yours. Meaning y'all are now jointly and severably. Okay. And look it up. If you don't know what it means, it means combined inextricably linked on the money situation. Okay. Their debts are yours. Your debts are theirs. Their income is yours. Your income is theirs. Okay. You don't like that shit. It's very high stakes. Absolutely. I'm not here to sugarcoat the shit. That's what it is. And if you don't understand that to be marriage, you probably need to spend some time educating yourself on marriage before you walk down that motherfucking aisle. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Yeah. And actually not for nothing. Shout out to, um, Andrew Schultz, you know, Charlemagne's mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. partner on Brilliant Idiots. Yes. <laughs> my um, my friend, and uh, Natalie, you know, and you know how Natalie feel about you, Dustin. Hey, Natalie, I'm, I'm working on her every day, <laughs> trying to get this woman out of this delusion. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but Natalie sent me the funniest clip from Andrew Schultz where he was um, doing stand-up bit, and he was like, marriage is for women. Okay, mm-hmm. hot take. He was like, and this is why I say that. He said, because men are the only people stupid enough to get married to somebody that doesn't bring anything really to the table and then be looking dumb as fuck when the marriage is over and they lose half their shit. Women would never find themselves in a situation because women are never going to marry nobody that's got less than them. Now, that, and that was funny. But we all know that actually not the case because ask Mary J, ask Halle Berry, Ooh. ask several motherfuckers that's out here paying uh, spousal support right now mm-hmm. today. Because mm-hmm. they married somebody that brought less to the table than that. Sherry Shepard. Yes. Sherry Shepard. Oh, my God. Poor yes, Sherry Shepard. Yes. God damn, Sherry Shepard. Well, he wore um, her out, didn't he? What'd you say now? <laughs> he, he wore her out. He wore her he? out. I don't out. even know if that's over now. She's still paying for that damn baby. She ain't, rocked, ain't rocked it one time. <laughs> still paying for the baby. Ain't rocked it. Ain't burped it. Ain't Not changed one. no pampers. Mm-hmm. Damn, mm. Sherry. Um. So back to Dre. So he acquired, not acquired, I guess he earned, he earned um, Mm -hmm. over a billion dollars throughout the course of this marriage. And they were married. uh, And this is a big part of this too, y'all. They're married for 24 years, Dr. Dre and Nicole. This is important because this narrative, see, some of y'all have been watching too much Eddie Murphy Raw. And Mm -hmm. I love Eddie Murphy Raw. Half Eddie, give me half, half, Mr. Fuck You Man. 
Love it. Love it. Here for it. I know who the fuck you. Hey, I'm Eddie. I know. I know who you are. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Love it. Here for it. But this narrative that you get half just after the day after you sign on the dotted line of the marriage certificate, that's not true. Okay. The court is assessing the duration of the marriage. The court is assessing any children that have come of the marriage. The court is assessing the overall holistic um, viability, right, Dustin, of how joint were y'all. So if you were married to somebody for six months, two years, you're not getting half. So get that shit out your mind. Okay, so if, if you if you sitting over there trying to scheme right now, listen to this shit, like, oh, yeah, you know, just find somebody about to about to croak and, and holler right quick. No, no. The court is going to be like, nah, we don't we don't construe this um, as that type of marriage. And you're going to be short. Nicole is getting paid out the ass, which I knew she would, because this was a legally um, a viable partnership under the letter of the law. Yes. Twenty four years. OK. Yes. Um, they had two children who are now, of course, adults. Uh, for the presumption is that maybe she wasn't out there selling Beats by Dre headphones in the Apple Store, but what she was doing, the court presumes, is giving her husband counsel, and not for nothing, she is an attorney uh, by trade, at least. She was making his life more comfortable during his ability to go out and make these deals and secure um, this level of money. That's what the court presumes. That if you're not in that kind of marriage, I'm sorry for you. But that is how the court presumes it. They presume that the marital entity is providing comforts and support that help facilitate the earning of the money that is earned throughout the course of the marriage. And if you don't understand that, I suggest you rewind that little piece and you play it again. Because that is what it is. So this notion of that's his money, it's a legal falsity. The court literally doesn't even recognize such a thing as individual earnings in a marriage. I'll say it again. The courts in community property states don't even recognize individual earnings throughout the course of a marriage. Mm. Hear that. Hear that. Okay, so that's why Dr. Dre is now being ordered to pay literally Two hundred and ninety three thousand three hundred and six dollars, three hundred thousand dollars, basically every month starting real soon. The Negro got a payment coming up. OK, August 1st, he has to start these payments and they will continue. Um, the court is saying this. This is by decree. Dre will pay a total of three hundred, excuse me, three million. $519,672. That's a little over $3.5 million per year mm-hmm. until Nicole remarries or, quote, enters into a new domestic partnership. Now, I want to explain that part. Yeah. Nicole ain't stupid. The minute she either legally remarries, these payments are done, or, and this is a good, I think, um, evolution of the court, enters into a new domestic partnership. And, and, and I don't believe that even has to be a legal domestic partnership and the way we think about going for a filing as many LGBTQ same-sex um, partnerships used to have to do prior to mm-hmm. 2012. No, the court interprets that as an effective partnership. Yes. Yeah. If she get a man and they are living together and the court looks at evidence and there will be a hearing, please believe. If Dre mm-hmm. catches wind and Nicole is out here moving like she's coupled up, booed up in a real way but she's not getting married because she want to keep getting the checks. He will and should 
file a hearing to determine whether or not she's in an effective domestic partnership. And if the court determines that she is, then payments going to cease, as they you, should. You better believe with money like Dr. Dre has, there will be several private investigators following Nicole for mm-hmm. the rest of her life. Yep. And the minute that he even sees another nigga's shoes at the front door, he going to call the lawyers like, stop the payment Stop right the now. payment. Stop payment on that. Oh, I'm telling shit. you, that's what's coming. So. That is what's coming. So she's probably going to have to stay by her lonesome. Okay. And that's probably the reason why. Well, let me let me just be quiet. I'm going to say that for another home in court. <laughs> but um, we'll talk about it. We're offline about that. Offline. But yes, uh-huh. that when y'all see women of these celebrity men, who are on either child support payment situation, child support payment, or spousal support situation? You're like, damn, they never moved on. <laughs> That's why. Yeah, hell no. That's why. No. That's why. And for those that wanted to talk big shit and get in their feelings, and this goes for men and women, um, and, and anybody else in the non-binary community that had a fucking attitude when mm-hmm. I put up that Instagram live saying Nicole deserves every fucking penny she's asking for, and she gonna get it. Guess what? She got it. And the reason she got it is because of the reason I fucking said this is not a determination of individual income, thus distribution. The court and the law doesn't even see it. They are blind to individual earnings in community property, state marriages. It doesn't exist. It's a fugazi. It doesn't exist. Okay. So this notion of that's his money and he needs to be able to keep his money. He don't even have no money. Do you understand me? He don't, he don't have no money. No, that's their money. It, their money. And if you don't like it, you probably shouldn't get married. There you period. Go. And a prenup is not going to um, prevent that. So let's talk about the prenup. Part of the, because really my legal advice, if I was advising Dre, mm-hmm. stop these fucking monthly payments. It's a losing proposition for you all the way around. Pay this woman a sizable settlement. And be done with it. And be done. And be done with it. Um, I, again, I said this in the IG Live. I'm going to tell you all now. I have a, a, a dear friend. This man is a um, billionaire. Okay. okay. Uh, didn't make his money in anything sexy. He made it in like a industrial space. Okay. okay. But, but, but he made it nonetheless. Yes. And he went through a divorce recently. He didn't even think about it, Dustin. He wrote the woman who he was married to for 30-some years, who gave him three beautiful children, who now have given him grandchildren. He, he, he was the epitome of the Dustin Ross mantra of keep it player. I'm trying to tell He wrote y'all. this woman a check for $500 million, and, and he kept, kept it fucking it pushing. And you know what? I just had coffee with him two days ago. Mm-hmm. And you know what he said? He said, oh, E, guess what? I done made that back and then some. See? Because if you made a billion, make it again. And by the way, living off of 500 million last I checked is not a bad life. At all, because that money will make money uh, on its own. On its own. So that's the issue. So Dre, stop playing with this bullshit. Stop paying the lawyer fees. That's the other thing with family court law, these long, drawn-out-ass divorces. Y'all sitting up here fighting over. Dre's going to end up spending another 150, 200 million on lawyer fees for her and him. Yes. Because he's paying for her legal fees too. This is stupid as hell. Write this woman a motherfucking check. check. Yeah, write her a check. 200 million, 250 million, and be done with it. Instead of this 3 million a year indefinitely. That's stupid as hell. Yeah. That's exactly what I would do. Yeah. And he got to keep her on insurance. This stupid. This stupid. Last point on it the prenup. So, what they're fighting about is that Dre is still trying to enforce a prenup. 
fine. Prenups are great. I believe in a prenup. We'll have an upcoming episode about holding court all about prenups. They are wonderful instruments. Right. And anybody that feels a way about it, you know what? (laughs) I don't want my house to burn down, but I'm sure going to have insurance on the bitch. There you go. You know, so this is having a prenup is not a wishing of divorce. It's not an anticipation of divorce. It's a smart thing to do where you and your loving partner who are fiscal fiduciaries to one another say what would happen in the worst case scenario when you still show up with love and and concern for each other versus trying to make those determinations, Dustin Ross, when you fucking hate each other's breath. Yeah. You hate the what you hate the sound of the motherfucker beside you breathing. Yeah, because I ain't giving you shit if I hate you. At that point. You better hope we had an arrangement made ahead of time. (laughs) Otherwise, you can kick rocks, okay? Exactly. So apparently they do have a prenup. Nicole doesn't dispute that they had a prenup. What she is contending is that Dre tore the prenup up. And that could be literal. That could be figurative. Okay, y'all don't take the shit too serious. That he essentially said, let's not worry about the prenup at some point. And that's very common. Mm -hmm. If anybody watches Real Housewives of Potomac, Mm -hmm. Dustin, you remember Ashley Darby and and, yeah. and um, Michael Darby had this conversation a while back? Yes, they did. It's very common that when people enter a marriage with a prenup after five years or the traditional 10 years, it's moved. Yeah. That's almost always built into a prenup. Actually, I've seen them. I've written them. Mm-hmm. After 10 years, the presumption is you're not here for money. We've now built a community financially and otherwise the prenup is moot. It's, effect- it's effectively torn up and uh, disappears. So that's what Nicole is saying. And I would venture if I had to put money on the dust and she's probably correct. And that, yep. And that's why they're fighting still. I believe that, uh, Dr. J probably had fucked up, made a mistake and then was trying to, you know, get her back in the house and, you know, get things on the right track. And he tore, I don't fuck this prenup. Just come home, Mm -hmm. you know, tore it up. Mm -hmm. That's what happened. And she, she made a mental note as the fuck she should have. As uh, noted, yeah, noted. You know, I might or might not have had a situation in my life, in my lived experience, where somebody said, "You know, on second thought, we don't even need a prenup." Oh, interesting. Mm. Second thought, huh? Interesting. Mm. Um, Mm. All right, so y'all, we'll continue to cover this. Dre, keep it player. Stop with the bullshit. Concede the point. Give this woman about a good two hundred and fifty million and keep it pushing. Yeah, that's selling them motherfucking headphones and make your money back. Stupid as hell. All right, yeah, we're going to take another quick commercial break. When we come back, we've got a really important story about what's going on with these Olympics, everything that's going on with the good sister Shakari Richardson and, you know, her Olympic heartbreak and the hypocrisy, right? That revolves around it. Stay with us. we got more holding court in a minute. All right, y'all, welcome back to Holding Court. Um, we know the Olympics are going on. I-, I don't really care about it that much. Dustin, how you feel? I don't give a damn about the Olympics. Ever since they did my girl like that, you know, they did Shakari Dirty, I've been yeah. less interested. So. You know, not for nothing. I was hoping they'd cancel the whole shit. Me too. As um, much COVID running yes. around the Olympic Village. It's all COVID ass Olympics. beds and shit. They just took the fun out the Olympics. I just don't even care. I'll, I'll see, catch y'all the next time. <laughs> well, they lost me when it's the 2020 Olympics and we smooth in 2021. So like the, what? Like the yeah. whole shit feels. Just throw the whole thing away. Exactly. But anyways, here we are. And this, of course, as it should be, is a hot issue. We know that Sister Shikari was banned from the Olympics because she admitted and tested positive for cannabis use, full scale yes. cannabis use. Okay. Mm-hmm. Horrible. She admitted and owned all her shit. That she, she was smoking weed. Yes, God, give her credit. She was smoking weed to help her cope 
with the grief of losing her mother just very, very recently. Horrible, mm-hmm. horrible, horrible. Now, the, the story, though, is that we know so many other elite Olympic athletes, including Olympic gold medalist and U.S. soccer's women's national team star, Regan Rapino, they're mm-hmm. opening up about their use of cannabis and cannabis-adjacent products to help them prepare for the very Olympics, the very Olympics, Dustin, the Sister Shikari has been banned from. Now, ain't that some shit? Straight up bullshit. A one capital bullshit, as my mother would say. Mm-hmm. Um, Megan Rapino says that she incorporates CBD. We all are familiar with CBD into her training routine. Mm. She even uses a product line from Mindy. That's a company founded by Megan's sister you know, and a business partner. In addition to Megan Rapino, all these other high-profile Dustin elite ambassador athletes, um, including there's a hurler, Devin Allen, softball outfielder, Haley uh, McClinney, and big name, WNBA champion, four-time Olympic gold medalist, Sue Bird. Of course, yeah. we all know Sue is engaged to be married to Megan Rapino soon. They all are big, proud um, ambassadors of this CBD product line. Interesting. And they're loud and open about it. And Megan Rapino is saying this, um, cannabis is taking the world stage at 2021 summer, well, really 2020 summer Olympics right. in Tokyo. Um, but then it's fucked up because as Rapino was bringing attention to, uh, the world anti-doping agency is behind the times because this is what this shit all boils down to. And this is what I want you to pay attention to jurors. Here's the thing. You've got a conflict of law here because you've got the World Anti-Doping Agency, who sets the rules as for what can and cannot be used in a competitive athlete system. Now, they removed CBD, so it's totally fine to use CBD. Um, it was removed from prohibited substance list back September 2017. Okay. So had Shikari been using any of those CBD products, vaping She'd CBD, she would be totally fine. But because she happened to use a product that had the THC, we know that's the product that ultimately is associated with a high in marijuana and cannabis. Mm-hmm. It's the still on part. the banned list. What'd you say, Dustin? That's the best part. Go that's ahead. the best part. <laughs> you ain't say hers best part. Bye. <laughs> Bye, Dustin. Good night, Dustin. Okay, don't get um, up in here about how happy Come on, Daniel Caesar. Go Shut ahead. the fuck up. All right. <laughs> I can't with you. Um, the THC is still yes. on the banned substance list. Mm-hmm. Okay, you see that y'all see the contradiction? So because of the THC, Sister Shikari was banned from any competition. Fucking terrible. Now people are saying this, and this is coming straight from Rachel Rapino's sister. Oh, excuse me, Megan Rapino's sister, Rachel, who has the mm-hmm. uh, CBD product line. She says this: Shikari Richardson, unfortunately, catch this wanted to use a healthier alternative to manage the stress that was going on in her life. And now she's banned from this year's Olympics. Every athlete should have the same access that every other American does to deal with the stress of life, Mm -hmm. noting that existing policies are not working. And and when she talks about um, the healthier alternative, she's talking about the fact that she, she's also an athlete, Rachel Rapino, that during her tenure as a professional soccer player, she was often prescribed, and we know this to be true, powerful drugs, most of them including opioids. Wow. Okay? To help manage that pain because these these um, athletes are yeah. facing tremendous pain and stress on their bodies and minds. Lots of trauma. Lots of body trauma. Yeah. So she's like, yeah. damn, you know, I could take hydrocodone. I mean, I don't know if it's actually hydrocodone, but other opioids that are approved on this uh, anti-doping agency list 
But THC, obviously a healthier alternative to an actual opioid, is prohibited? Makes no How? sense in the world. Makes Houseway. No sense. So this all comes down to this legally, y'all. This is where the law has to catch up with the times. And I remember yes. being a second-year law student having a professor talk, talk about this. Mm-hmm. How, and this is what we saw with Loving v. Virginia case. Yes, um, I think yes. it was like 1967, 68. We saw this, of course, in 2012 uh, with the finally the, the federal legalization of same-sex marriage. This is where society has accepted the normalcy of, of an experience or of a truth, a universal truth that we deem acceptable as Americans. And in this case, we all know marijuana, both CBD and THC, is American, except look at all the data. Look at all across party lines. Everybody in them. Look at John Boehner, his own Republican ass out here making millions on cannabis right now today. Everybody agrees. We do not want to demonize the use of cannabis in any capacity in America anymore. Everybody's fighting for the legalization of marijuana in all spaces. Yet the Olympic Committee is behind the times. It needs to catch up with actual society. And while it's catching up, there's a cost. Uh, there's not just a cost to Shikari Richardson. There's mm-hmm. a cost to America. We know she's the fastest in the world. And so America now is jeopardizing its ability to meddle in her category because y'all want to be assholes and y'all want to be hypocrites. and You want to be slow on changing the legislation to reflect the times. They got to get with the program, man, because we're missing out. We're we're all missing. We're out. all missing Jerry out. Can't go. We can't watch and be excited for their fast running ass to go over to Tokyo and beat everybody, and we can be proud to be Americans. You talk about that patriotism shit every other time. Why we can't mm-hmm. be patriots now? Damn it! Right. They're ruining everything. Everything, with the hypocrisy, and and I do want to acknowledge. You know, it's, it's fucking terrible. And it's really part of why I've soured on these. And I, I feel a way because I was um, interviewing some amazing Olympians for Revolt Black News um, last week. And one woman was a um, swimmer, which is amazing because we don't have enough black and brown swimmers. Um, one woman was a fencer, which was dope. And of course, these athletes, they train for four years and many black athletes are competing. But, but how do we reconcile that with the fact that there are still policies with the Olympics Committee that disproportionately target and discriminate against our other sisters. And then, don't get me started on the fact that the Olympic Committee has banned any form of protest against social justice and racism. It's just, I don't care nothing about the Olympics. This year, I don't. I don't. Yeah, I feel like I can't reconcile it. Yeah. I I can't reconcile it. Bullshit they're trying to do and trying to, you know, like, I, I'm over it and nobody cares and nobody's going to watch. I hate, I hope mm-hmm. I don't sound like Donald Trump. The ratings are going to be terrible. <laughs> no one's going to watch, you know, but that's how I feel. Ain't nobody watching that shit. No, no, we feel away. Get, yeah. get with the motherfucking times. And, and I will say, you know, I like a good white co-conspirator in the moment. If you're going to be about it, be about it. At least Megan Rapino is consistent and says, you know, the societal effect in terms of social justice that weed has had on this country is absurd. She goes on to say this, D. There are so many, mostly black and brown people, thank you, accurate, sitting in jail for 10 or 20 plus years for weed. And it's completely unnecessary. From a social perspective, we're long overdue for the legalization of cannabis, end quote, of course. Um, so I agree with you. You know, um, black communities, any community that gives a fuck about social justice and equalized humanity, we're checked the fuck out. Yeah. 
until y'all fix this, you know, because it's, uh, can't have it both ways. We're not supporting that. We're not listening to our Kelly's music and we're not watching the damn Olympics either. We just had it. it. I'm putting my foot down with every damn body now. I'm not had it, Ebony. No. (laughs) And I know I'm laughing, but I mean, we have to kind of be, not kind of, we have to be consistent and that's the problem. You know, we as a culture have to start creating boundaries, right? Where is the boundary for the for the humanized treatment of our people? That goes for the young people that have been abused for years, 20 yes. plus fucking years by Robert Kelly. Come on now. Yes. We yeah. can't be out here telling white America that 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 you know black lives matter and we we have a mandate as to what black humanity looks like and we allow our brother Robert Kelly to be up here violating at the highest level. We cannot do that. Let me tell you something, and this is all I'm going to say about this. Some of the same people who were really vocal during the uh, that that uptick in the Black mm-hmm. Lives Matter movement and the visibility of that, some of the same people who had so much to say were sitting right in that Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta for Kanye mm. West, Donda, mm. listening party. So miss oh, me I saw with that. Messages, yeah. Miss me with yeah. all the bullshit. Like, yeah. how quickly we forget. It, and it, it really just... Um, devalues every statement that was made by these people previously. Um, it contradicts everything that they said and did when they go and support something like that. So I'm just, I'm over it. I'm over it all. I'm over Y'all, it Dustin all. Ross said he's for consistency. But okay. bingo, bingo. So Yeah. And, and credibility, right? Yeah. Because, yeah. Um, you know, you're not going to be deemed credible. Oh, real quick. I knew it was. September 6, 2020. That's when... um. I did the breakdown on my IG around Dr. Dre's wife and whether or not she should get um, the the money that she asked for. Um, if you got a problem with it, go check the shit out. September 6, twenty twenty is still on my IG page. Uh, if you if you ha- so here's the takeaways. We gonna I'm gonna start doing this every episode. We are gonna do some takeaways for y'all's yeah, asses. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Number one, fuck R. Kelly. Stop being a coke. Y'all asses. Y'all might end up indicted mm-hmm. <laughs> because right seriously, well. seriously, there is a scenario. Where if you have financially contributed to a criminal enterprise, there's some liability there. Mm. Think about it. Because mm. the federal government you, thinks about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I'm dead ass. Oh, I'm dead ass. Um, think about that. Don't be a co-conspirator to a sexually abusive, predatory criminal enterprise. Don't do it to yourself. It's not fucking worth it. Number two. So fuck R. Kelly. Number two. Yes. Don't get married if you don't believe in the joint and several financial fate of you and your partner. Mm. Don't get married if you don't believe in the joint and several joint and several um, culpability, liability, fate of you and your spouse. If you're wanting to maintain a separate financial identity from your spouse, y'all should just stay together, but don't get married. That's it. Hear that. And number three, (laughs) fuck the Olympic committee and fuck any legislative body that is continuing to lag behind the times of socially acceptable and socially responsible use of cannabis. For real. It has a disproportionate, devastating impact on black communities across this country, and we're not here for it any fucking more. I agree a wholeheartedly. So puff, puff, pass. 
mm-hmm. and get the fuck out of here. And I don't even, I'm not even a weed smoker, but this is fucking ridiculous. Well, I smoke yours for you. Eddie. I know you this do. Is some bullshit. I know you do. <laughs> and if anybody gifts me with any, I'm just going to pass the peas right on to you. Thank you. Pass the peas like we used to do. That's what I like need to do. Like we used to do. Okay? I love it. I love it. Um, Listen, y'all, for real, for real, for real. And I'm going to put this up on my... um. Instagram, Dustin. And and if you could put it up on yours too, this would be of great because I know a lot of people um really come to the show through through you and your fan base um of uh friend zone and 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 the read and all the other amazing things that you do so we want to expand the uh ask auntie e section right we, we really want to start giving the people the information they want to know so yes. submit your ask auntie e questions um put them in the comments of this episode um slide them through dustin's dms my dms yeah. we really want to start addressing the inquiries that y'all have in real time because that's really what this show is all about listen y'all thank you for listening make Make sure you follow us on Instagram, um, anywhere you get your podcast, iHeartMedia app, rate, subscribe, comment, get the word out, tell everybody and their mama about Holden Court. Holden That's Court right. comes to you, of course, yes, from Uppity Productions in association with Dossie Media, presented by the Black Effect Network from iHeartRadio, audio services brilliantly provided by One of One Productions. We love Faye and Nim. Check them out at oneofoneproductions.com. Listen, y'all, make sure you come back next week. We're going to have a brand new docket. Court will be back in session. We plan to have some Ask Auntie E for you. And in the meantime, stay safe. Vaccinate, vaccinate, vaccinate. The Delta variant is fucking real. I heard the other day, Dustin, something called the Lambda variant is on the Listen, stop fucking playing. Yeah. Stop it. We don't want to shut down again, y'all. Please. Auntie E needs to get a man. I need to be outside for that. We got things to do. (laughs) We have things to do. They already robbed us. Of our, our, our experiences when we launched the show. We yes. We want to come on tour. Yeah. We, we want to tour. We want to do live podcasts. We want to meet y'all. We want to yes. shake your hands. Yes. Wear your mask, y'all. And please, please, please get the vaccine. I don't want to hear no shit about. I don't know what's in it. You don't know what's in um a, a Chicken McNugget. Right, but, but you're still eating it. Now. Exactly. Get the damn vaccine. Okay, so y'all join us next week. We'll be back in session. And in the meantime, again, all the things we just said, take your vaccine, wear your mask, don't play with these variants. Mm-hmm. And Dustin, what do you need the people to do? Read your terms and your conditions as Always. you're getting your shot. As you're getting <laughs> your shot. And as you're recovering from yes. any side effects. Because yes. we know what the side effect of not getting it is. It's called death. Stop right. playing. Six feet under. Okay. So there's that. Oh my God, I can't die with you, Dustin. I love it.